the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody... So I just was listening to the weather, and she said it was 71, and, and you you tied the record from 1971. So 52 years, and you just now tied the record, and you're supposed to be worried that it's getting warmer. I love that freaking scam. I really do. It's one of my favorite scams of the gypsies, the mafia scum calling themselves Democrats and some Republicans. And that also includes the continuing resolution, which is, by definition, an admission that the representatives you sent to operate and fund the government refuse to do it. Refuse to do it. It's too hard. I don't like negotiating. That's why I loved celebrating Veterans Day with my people. All of us in one room, all sharing the same principles, the same love of freedom, the same respect for what it takes to be free, even the downside. That's why I love being around people like us. And that's why I can't wait to get out of areas that continue to vote for these imbeciles and idiots, regardless of the fact that they're clearly corrupt and as crooked as Grand Avenue. Or more importantly, convalescing. This poor son of a gun is not fit. And that no veteran is denied the honor they earned because they were discharged for being LBTQ+. I don't know what the frack he... LBDQ+. Why don't they just do what you did? Bribe a doctor... To give them a note so they don't have to go to war. Like you did. Five times. Draft Dodger. After you were quite the athlete in college, right? And then today, what happens? There's a Las Vegas has a hockey team squirrel. That's how far behind I am. All I heard about hockey is recently when the one scumbag from Canada kicked the kid in the neck with his sharpened blade and cut his throat and killed him on the ice. But apparently they, they went to the White House today to give him a golden stick. Screw you too, you morons. Kissing the ass at a guy destroying your country. Kissing the ass. For what? A photo op? See, if you stood for anything, you'd understand exactly the kind of corruption that's destroying our country. But more importantly, the kind of incompetence that's there representing us as we are now more broke than we ever have been in history. You know, quietly, I have the debt clock here in Studio Xanadu, which I am glad to be back in. And right now we're at 337 Two two trillion. Thirty three point seven. You know why that's important? Last week it was thirty three point five. Two hundred and twenty two billion dollars in a week. One week. So politicians that guarantee to keep the government open are cowards and they're too afraid to tell you why it has to close. Hey guys. It's-
it's your girl Shalana back today with another video in today's video guys we have money 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 i love that song squirrel i love it and this welfare queen she's talking about money for nothing so the democrat base of whores that are in on the scam and morons that want to sit on their ass and get something for nothing they're sitting in tall cotton that's right states have been releasing the pandemic ebt virtual benefits guys we got one thousand dollars on people's cars we also are going to talk it's like magic squirrel you got one of those ghetto ebt cards bada boom a thousand dollars for you a thousand dollars for you it's like oprah without the entertaining mind dribble show about which states are not opting into summer 2024 ebt we're gonna so when they're talking about shutting down the government they're talking about funding this because when they shut down the government and you're like me and you you go to work and you bust your ass and you pay taxes they're giving you a break but for the welfare roaches more money more money more money and also in maryland yeah, guys, Maryland, it was a surprise for a lot of people in Maryland as well. I'm thinking that Maryland has started paying out their virtual because people were saying on their cars they had $1,000, $1,300, $120 as well. They it's like a low-life lottery. I wake up from a drunken stupor. I don't know who's laying around and why it smells like a barn. Next thing I know, I got $1,300 on my magic ghetto card. So do you think that the Democrat base of scumbags who own the phony construction companies that kick back the scam contracts, like the one that cost you, what, a billion dollars for an exit ramp? Do you think they care if they continue resolution? You think this welfare roach cares? Of course not. They don't care. They're looking forward to just more money, more money, more money. With regard to a potential shutdown, I understand that... Uh, the new Speaker of the House has a proposal. It's being negotiated with the minority leader of the House and Senator Schumer and, uh, and uh, the uh, Republican. All the guys in diapers. He can't remember the other guy. His name is Mitch McConnell. He looks 10 years younger than you, and he's just as corrupt and half as stupid. The leader also talking about it. I don't know what the outcome is going to be. Apparently there's a meeting today at 4 or 5 o'clock on the Rules Committee. My nurse will tell me when. I like when my nurse tells me when. She normally tells me when I'm on the changing table and they put the new cornstarch in my drawer so I feel nice and fresh. And uh, we'll see what happens. Would you, would you tell the, the laggards you are? Oh, I, I'm not going to make a judgment what I'd veto, what I'd sign, but let's wait and see what they come up with. Well, you know what he signed today, Squirrel? Oh, you're going to love this. He got the idea from his wife, also a nurse, doctor of Gatsangul. She's nothing. She got her phony doctorate, I think she was after menopause, like in her 50s, kind of like the one who was the Supreme Court Justice in Illinois, and all she had to do to get that job was pretend that, uh, that uh, what's-his-name was sexy. And that no veteran is denied the honor they earn because they were discharged for being LBTQ+. No, that's the wrong one. Well, folks, I'm going to be signing a presidential memorandum in just a minute here. I couldn't think of Burke's name. Boy, oh boy, that must be how Biden feels all the time. Burke. All she had to do was pretend he was a man, and he was sexy, and he was a good husband. And next thing you know, you're the Supreme Court judge in Illinois. That's not a bad deal. To establish the first ever White House initiative on women's health research. It's an effort made possible by... Women's health research. This is interesting, Squirrel. Because what this means is that any government entity, any one of them, 
has to have an entire new bureaucracy, which is good to get people to continue to vote for Democrat government growth. They're like the welfare roaches, only these ones actually pretend to go to work. Yeah. Jill, who's a long champion in women's health, and Jen Klein, Dr. Missouri, Maria Shriver, and others. Because in fact, Maria Shriver? Isn't that Arnold's ex-wife? I believe that's Arnold's ex-wife. Don't keep the cleaning lady around, Marie. You might lose another husband. In the meantime, what kind of money are we talking? Does it matter? Because the continuing resolution, it'll fund this too. He signs it at the end of this nonsense. Is that it requires all of government, not just NIH, but HHS. You know, get somebody from Wilkins, Hyundai, and, and Mazda on the phone scroll. I want to find out if somebody with Alzheimer's is legally bound to sign a contract. Can you even lease a car to somebody suffering from dementia? I don't know what the legality of that is. But here's one who just spent another billion dollars, if we're lucky. The VA, Defense Department, uh, and every agency in the government have anything to do with health. It requires them to come up with a report to me, uh, for me, that lays out. For me? What do you, what, what, are you the emperor? So you sign a bill, Congress doesn't pass it. And anybody in the government, anybody, has to do with anything with health. There has to be a new bureaucracy created to kick a report back. Well, what about all of these women that do drugs and drink and work for the government, not to mention the ones that like to kill their own baby? Are we doing that? Are we paying for that? I mean, don't they already get that for free in these Democrat ghetto states? Now, what they can do collectively to improve women's health. We'll make up more than half the population. But for too long, they've been underrepresented when it comes to health research and the money spent on that research. Now, this isn't about any bill or women's health. This is to corral those wretched souls among us that vote because they want to kill their baby without guilt. Well, I don't really care if you're guilty or not. I know it's wrong, and I'm never going to capitulate on that. But what you will be taught now and what you're slowly being cooked into on every station that you're ever going to turn on is that it is time for people who stand opposed to the death of children, the murder and mayhem by the very people that they're supposed to trust the most. You're going to have to soften it and then speak passionately about your willingness to sit idly by while the babies are murdered and slaughtered. Well, I'm not going to do that in this country, and I'm certainly not going to do it when it comes to those goat Casanovas, those inbred 7th century yard gnomes who like to kill the Jews and anybody else who they deem to be infidels. So what you're going to learn from this is Joe Biden is going to go on to talk in this very speech about the hospitals and how they must be protected. And that's going to tie the bow on my allegation since this idiot was the vice president. He is a traitor. He's not making mistakes. He's bribed by interests around the world to enrich and defend their position. You see, he gets a lot of money from these goat Casanovas around the world, whether they're in Qatar or in they're in Saudi. And but if did you hear the news about the five American soldiers that got killed? What was it, Squirrel? They got killed during maneuvers over the Mediterranean. Sure, they did. They're getting killed by Iranians that we're enriching again. The hospital in Gaza, Kelly was asked. Have you expressed any specific concerns to Israel on that, sir? Well, uh, you know, I uh, have not been reluctant in expressing my concerns as going on. 
Now, now, Squirrel, did he say, you know, I haven't been reluctant? Or I, Does anybody know what the dimwit in diapers is, 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 is talking about? Just get to the part where you backstab the country once again, you traitor. Um, and it's my hope and expectation that uh, there will be uh, less intrusive action relative to the hospital. Uh, we're in contact and we're with, uh, with the Israelis. Also, there is an effort to... Uh, uh, take this pause to deal with the release of prisoners. And that's being negotiated as well. Really? Is the baby, is baby Kiefer, is baby Kiefer, the one-year-old that the goat Casanova's kidnapped, is he back with his parents? Or is he still listening to Aloha Snack Bar on a 24-7 loop? With the Qataris are engaged, and uh, so I remain somewhat hopeful. But the hospital must be protected. The hospital must be protected. Now, granted, when you have dementia, you can't remember conversations you had in the last week or two weeks. You remember stuff that you did in the 70s, so he remembers when he first became a traitor. But you can't remember the intelligence that we've all gotten, that we've all known for nine days. You can't remember any of this, huh, dummy? Today, I will be revealing intelligence proving that Hamas uses hospitals as their infrastructures. I repeat that Hamas uses hospitals as their infrastructures. Here's that language, Squirrel. I love this language. I can't tell. I don't know if, if he's talking nice or not, but I do know that goats within an earshot are running for the fences. The reason they're playing this, the IDF, is because they have all of the phones bugged, these morons. And they're talking that language of love, talking about how they're using the hospital as shields. And their main intelligence is underneath the hospitals. The rooms that probably smell wonderful. I don't know what she's saying, but she's not saying the meatballs already hurry home. Hamas has turned hospitals into command and control centers and hideouts for Hamas terrorists and commanders. Additionally, I... Now, the reason that they played that clip on television around the world, played the actual voices of the Casanovas, they played that so that everybody would know exactly why they're in the predicament they are and why they're advancing to kill every one of these savages. You understand? Because they knew that Joe Biden and the traitors that run the American government would try to make it stop right away. They knew they were in on it. And that they're bribed by corrupt, inbred governments around the world. Because it all ties back to big money. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free. On the Sean Thompson Show. On AM560. The Answer. AM560. The Answer. Oh, squirrel, the more you dig in to this Middle East, the more you realize the skullduggery, the fraud, the hundreds of billions that have been flowing 
since before our country started to practice continuing resolution government. Oh, it's true, Squirrel. In fact, it comes off in the most unusual places. Here is the Turkish Mafia, a group of them, swearing allegiance to the Sinaloa cartel. This is only from seven weeks ago. Saludos. Desde Turquía hasta México, Sinaloa, Culicán, Pro Cartel de Sinaloa, Pro Mayo Zambada. Saludos, Mexico. Saludos, Sinaloa. So they're, they're swearing allegiance to the Sinaloas in Mexico. These are the Turks. We know that Qatar and the drug dealers behind Hamas, the goat Casanovas, we know that they have been working with Central and South American cartels for decades. But first, a look at a man whose allegations have been shaking Turkish politics. Sedat Pekha, a convicted organized crime boss now living in exile in Dubai, has been dishing the dirt on members of... I love how you, you can be a crime boss, like El Chapo. And you go to live in Dubai. What's wrong? Was Qatar where all the good condos taken by Hamas? President Recep Tayyip Erdogan's ruling party. In recent weeks, he's published a series of tell-all videos that have captivated the nation and turned him into an unlikely social media phenomenon. This fugitive mob boss has become a YouTube sensation in Turkey. His videos make damaging claims about top Turkish politicians. You will be defeated by a camera and a tripod. I swear you will be defeated. Sedat Peker's allegations range from drug trafficking and rape to murder and arms dealing. His videos have been viewed over 100 million times. I wait with such excitement every week for a new episode. Just like with my favorite TV shows, we get up and watch the videos at breakfast. Many Have you ever heard of this? Did 60 Minutes ever do anything on this? You know, I always wondered why they would send this team of FBI agents, a squad, to New Jersey to get an ex-military guy who went to the protest of the most obvious election theft in world history. They sent all the FBI. But nobody can figure out how to stop the cartels from destroying Chicago. I don't know. I don't know where they are. You got cartel guys in every neighborhood in, in, in Chicago. I don't know. I don't know where they are. They vote Democrat, they're all right with me. His claims are already known, but when he talks and provides evidence, people wake up. People want to see the truth. It's almost like a TV drama, and all of us are waiting for the season finale. So Hamas is being protected. The Turkish government, mafia being protected. All throughout the Middle East. Iran? Huh. They're killing five of our guys over the ocean. You're being told today. That it's a, a an exercise accident. Bull dung! Bull dung, you lying rat bastards. Yeah, I know, it was Oswald. Oswald did it. Sedat Peker is a well-known Turkish underworld figure. He's been in and out of prison for a string of crimes that span three decades, from extortion to running a criminal organization. Peker once fervently supported President Erdogan's ruling coalition, but fled Turkey in late 2019. He now lives in the United Arab Emirates. People listen to him because the media here in Turkey has been silenced. They can't report many facts, so people prefer to believe what a mafia leader says. That's fair. No, 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 no. He's providing facts. The governments provide no facts. All you do is put lipstick and, and, and you sell Ponzi schemes. Name one evidence you've put behind any policy. You know, the ones that have bankrupted countries around the world. 
let alone America. When is the one time a politician ever told you the truth? Well, see, they do. They just never really get elected to big offices. Congress, just last week, they rushed. They rushed to pass this uh, guaranteed loan uh, of a billion dollars, which is really just opening up the door, uh, you know, for endless loans. He was crazy. That's that's Ron Paul. He was crazy. You know the billion dollar loan he's talking about, don't you, Squirrel? The very one that the corrupt, crooked traitor who was only vice president then, the very one he leveraged to back the loans of Ihor Kolomoisky and other oligarchs, all tied to drugs, too. All tied to drugs. Not only 19 Republicans in the House voted against it. There were two senators that voted against it. And I'm very pleased my son voted against it. <laughs> and I'm very pleased, Squirrel. I had dinner with him Saturday night. It was a wonderful time. And thank all of you who came out. And next year, hopefully, you all can. Because in the meantime, the pool of Americans that are honest that believe in the principles, it's getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And the Republicans you think represent you, those are the ones that are passing the continuing resolution among other atrocities. And they never talk about the links of all of these governments we're funding and fighting to the Sinaloas or the cartels that are destroying the quality of life in this country. Starting to see why? 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Man, I I don't remember all the protests for El Chapo. Do you? Free El Chapo! Free El Chapo! I don't remember any of that, but El Chapo wasn't nearly as vicious and as cruel as Hamas. Not nearly. I don't think he would have hit on their hospitals, but who knows? I can confirm that according to the intelligence we have in our hands, there is fuel in hospitals in Gaza. I repeat, there is fuel in hospitals in Gaza. And Hamas is using it for its terror infrastructures. This is the Shifa hospital. You can see where it locates in Gaza City, the largest hospital in Gaza. It is over. You know, it's funny, too. All the people who want you to, to, to bend knee to abortion, they keep running videos of the babies. Oh, why? You don't run videos of the babies we kill every day, 2,500 a day in America, killed by their own mothers. You don't run those videos, but we're supposed to. My heart is breaking. It's breaking. Is it breaking for who, Hamas or, or, or the people that are supposed to be what? Are they supposed to be the victims? See, that's what I'd like to think. I'd like to think the people who are innocent and can't stand their government the way I can't stand mine. The ones who are victims of a civil war like they were in Ukraine as they fought against a corrupt oligarch-run government. Or as any decent person would fight against the goat Casanovas in Gaza. Hamas. You'd think they were. But then again, you watch the videos. And you watch as they take the Jewish girls naked and dead out from the trucks, and they all yell, Aloha, snack bar! And you say, nah, maybe there's, there's still got to be a few, right? There's a few. Well, we were able to track down one, and I'm starting to understand why they make them walk around in those beekeeper costumes. So here's a girl who's uh, uh, part of uh, uh, the citizens, I guess. She's not really in Hamas that we can tell. Her son was, and her son was killed. 
son was killed fighting the Jews, so they wanted to get around. By the way, if you, if you take a look at her, if you look at the video, you can find it on Sky News. She makes Jamie Farr from MASH look like Cindy Crawford. She should have won with the full beekeeper costume. It is a window into a newly emboldened resistance movement. Many here see the militants as heroes, not terrorists killing civilians. Defending an oppressed and isolated population. We meet a mother of one fighter killed in a gun battle in March. How did you feel about him being a member of Hamas? I'm proud of my son. I love Hamas. For years I have loved the group. Hamas represents us. They are fighting to liberate our country and our stolen lands. We don't believe in killing children, women, or old men. But we do it when they're Jews. But militants did exactly that on October the 7th. So the nice thing is, when you see these thousands of morons throughout America, other countries, I really don't give a rip. When you see these thousands of idiots, understand who they're cheering for and who they're supporting. See, until baby Kiefer is back, I want to... Just keep going. Just keep going. It'll be fine. I want you to go until the Ritz-Carlton thinks about opening up a nice suite, maybe a golf course. Let's get some use out of that dirt that's been nothing but a ghetto for 70 years. What is the uh, the prime export of Hamas? Oh, it's, it's dopes. Oh, it's drugs? Yeah, that explains why the American government likes them. Eduardo, Tampa Bay. Yeah, Sean, I'm uh, watching footage right now on uh, German news. Just saw a lady flipping pancakes here. But let me get to my. Oh, I like a good German pancake with a little dusting of the powdered sugar, not too heavy. Go ahead. No, no, but uh, 60 Minutes had a uh, Leslie Stahl interviewing John Bolton, and I guess him and President (laughs) Trump. Way to keep John Bolton. Yeah, John Bolton. What a piece of dung he is. Go ahead. So they wanted to connect a couple of these people, well, a few of these people, and take them to Venezuela, eventually winding up in uh, Iran. Wanted to get your take on that. Well, I, I've, I, I've told you over how many weeks now. We've, we've connected the dots through various inf- uh, evidence and documentaries. How interlinked all of this is with the destruction of the, of the tranquility in America. How they're all tied to the underbelly. It's a two-front assault. They're attacking our kids by the, the rabid flow of drugs and the insanity of what we're all experiencing. That's why no one mentions the 133 kids killed by fentanyl delivered through a system of the cartels financed by the the goat Casanovas in the Middle East and, and other other enemies to America. And our government, what do they do? What does our government do? They open the floodgates. They don't even charge a toll on the freeway anymore. And that's because they profit from the collapse of our society too. For instance, Eduardo, 70 years ago, 80 years ago, we would have never been in this position. Never. See, back then, even our politicians understood right from wrong and simple concepts, every one of them. When you and I were boys back in the Midwest, right. governments, federal, state, and local, were only taking about 15 cents out of every dollar earned. Today, they're taking almost half of every dollar earned in the United States. Most- By the way, that's 70% now. But my point is, Eduardo, the people, whether they were so-called Democrats or not, they wanted the country and they wanted their own self to succeed. That isn't the way anymore. Now they're completely happy, and all of these rules of knowledge, all of it's out the window now. Now everybody wants to be a welfare roach. And by the way, when I say that, I include Wall Street. I include these phony companies. I include Exxon. 
I include them all because they're all in on the swindle. So I'm not just specifically talking about the ones who are too lazy and stupid. They actually pretend to go to work. I'm including all of them. Thank you very much for the call. Because I remember when this country knew right from wrong. Government has only two ways of getting money other than raising taxes. It can go into the money market and borrow, competing with its own citizens and driving up interest rates, which it has done. Or it can print money, and it's done that. And now the Republicans, the conservative, I don't even know what the frack that word means. The conservative Republicans, they're going to do the same thing. The same thing. So they stand for nothing. And now you're being inundated to give up some of the most important principles you have, whether it be money or how you feel about life itself. This is, this is the plat we're at. So we're against the ropes, and we're not necessarily, all of us aren't Jake LaMotta. There's a lot, of, a lot of guys who will go to the knee, and they'll be telling you to go to the knee. Brian and Gurney. See, we did a lot of hey, knee. Hey, Sean. Hey, I was uh, out in Deerfield on... Uh, oh, Brian, uh, wait. We're going to put you on hold. we got to get you off the squirrel line. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing? How was the weekend? Splendid. I had a great weekend. How was yours? Good. Good. Freedom Good. Summit was, was phenomenal. I Good. sat and I had dinner and we had a nice conversation. And, you know, I might have ignored a lot of people at the table, but I had a nice conversation with Rand Paul. And I got to have a wonderful conversation with Judge Janine. And do you know what's funny, Rich, about Judge Janine? You see how she's hated now, right? Do you yeah. know her yeah. actual history? When she was an attorney and she became a prosecutor, she's the reason battered housewives and women who are abused by their husband have recourse. She's one of the original pioneers of everything from restraining orders to boyfriends and everything. She's a true feminist. What makes her a, a bad guy is she also likes to pretend the babies before their mother gets to rip their head off like they were part of Hamas. Go ahead. Right. What I wanted to say is, I'd like to know who the United States uh, think they are to uh, to tell uh, Israel what to do uh, on fighting Hamas. When it was uh, the uh, Biden administration that took off all of the sanctions on Iran and put billions of dollars in their pocket so they well, can fight What do you mean, who Hamas. we are? We're the people that if you don't yeah, listen I mean, to us, will kill you. We are the access of evil. It's our government. But take a look at foreign policy since Joe Biden could tie his own shoes and remember his address. Just go back through Joe Biden's own history of apologizing to Serbia. How many people have we bombed? How many hospitals did Bill Clinton bomb? Want to talk about that? Ooh, the excess of evil. The excess of evil. It's at 1600 Pennsylvania and in our Senate in the White House. The excess of evil is the American government that's not only happy destroying the lives of people in other countries. They're going to bankrupt us. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show. At AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Yes, 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 Squirrel. The excess of evil. That's an interesting phrase, isn't it, Squirrel? Access of evil. I believe that's what Bill Clinton called Hillary Clinton's underwear drawer. In the meantime, who would occupy the access of evil? John Bolton? All right, check. How about the Duchess of Chaffington? Hillary herself. She's responsible for, is it hundreds of thousands or millions of deaths? I don't know if you factor in that Libya. That's not good. Uh, and then you got, uh, boy, George W. Bush or Barack Obama. Barack Obama actually dropped more bombs. And killed more innocent people. So let's go Barack, then George. 
And then we'll do uh, an unpleasant-looking woman, a Viagra slayer in her own right. You ever hear of Victoria Newland Squirrel? Oh, let me tell you something. Menards will not let her anywhere near the lumber department. Does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Uh, Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities. Which... How many? How many do you think they got? Now, Ukraine, do you know Ukraine? It's smaller than Texas. How many, how many weapons, I mean, uh, 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 labs do they have? Biological research labs. How many do you think you need, Squirrel? Turns out to be 26. In fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So we are- Why? Why do you think, hey, Victoria, Viagra, Slayer, hey, you, you can make a toilet disappear in one squat. Why would they want to secure it? You mean because the one we were in, in charge of in Wuhan, maybe we weren't really good at it. Or the one that we were in charge of in California. How about the one you didn't want anybody to know about in Montana? What do you think about that, Victoria? <sighs> are working with the Call me after you shave tomorrow. Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach. What I th- Do you know, Squirrel, after this, there was an ask of what exactly were you researching? Do you know what answer we got? Nothing. Redacted. I can't figure you out, Victoria, really. The only one that's glad you have a job is your husband. Because he's like Tom Cruise in Risky Business. Every morning you leave the house, he's sliding across the floor in his underpants waiting for hookers. Brian and Gurney. Hey, Sean, good evening. Um, I was uh, called, I had to call, sorry, let me slow down. I had a police call on me at uh, Waukegan Road and uh, Warrior Way near Deerfield High School. I was handing my signs out there for impeachment. Uh, uh, as you say, it didn't win a diaper, and someone complained about it, and I had a security guard come over and ask me, what am I doing? Well, I'm, I'm exercising my free speech, and, and I wrote up signs. And, and the police got, were called on you? Ah, I've been arrested a few were, times. Yeah. You know what you got to tell them? Look, don't scratch the watch. Take the watch off and put it in my pocket, because those handcuffs, they, 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 they scratch the watch terribly. I've been pinched a few times myself, kid. And I, I got my own problems in, in Elmhurst. I got the village called on me. And it's not because of cigars. It's because of different uh, opinions I have. Get used to it. This is a new America. You've got an ex-president yeah, getting prosecuted right now for nothing. Nothing. Yeah. So we are opposed to government supremacy. So get used to getting arrested, kid. You think you got a First Amendment? Should have learned that three years ago. Yeah. Well, this is free speech, Sean. And if someone complains because they don't want to hear about free speech, go, go, go to North Korea. Go to, go to China. Brian, do you know any lawyers, Brian? You know any lawyers? I'm going to tell you what lawyers. When you know lawyers and you start to talk to people who are lawyers, they'll tell you. Oh, you can get justice. It's expensive. That's what free speech is in a corrupt country. You can have free speech, Brian. It's just expensive. You're going to have to pony up and move to an area that likes free speech. You're stuck in a Democrat ghetto. Sorry, babe. Just the truth. Tom and Burbank. Hey, Sean, I got an interesting point. Uh, during October 7th, uh, they had video music fest showing these ultralights coming across the most secure border in the history of modern man. Well, wait, wait where'd you get, where know, did you watch it? Where did you watch it? I watched it. I watch everything on Newsmax. I'm, okay. That's where I get all my information. So when you go and you look at European news, 
they show the breaching I, of the border and they show them killing the border. What you have to remember is where they broke in, where they attacked. Those were the hippies of Israel. Those were the Israelis that kept Gaza with food and clothes. See, because their government, Hamas, they, they keep that away from anybody who isn't part of Hamas. So they were the most sympathetic to the people calling themselves Palestinians. They were the most sympathetic. They fed them. They were the softest. That was the softest part. And, and, and what happened is Hamas killed them all, raped their women, and murdered their babies. And now, now you're watching as idiots want you to have a ceasefire than what any decent person would do. It's time we abort I, Hamas. Let's really confuse them. Thank you, Tom, for the call. We'll be back after. Do I have time for Michael? I want to, you know, I like taking Michael. I got time? Michael, I love taking you. Real quick. John. Yes. Uh, thank you for taking my call and my best to you and your loved ones. Thank you very much. I appreciate uh, that. Yeah, I just wanted to say uh, two things briefly. It was uh, very nice to meet you and your crew at the Freedom <laughs> Summit on Saturday. Thank you. Uh, even uh, had the pleasure of meeting Squirrel. And, yes. Uh, Has there ever been a more appropriate nickname in all of radio history, in your opinion? It's a unique name, and I like it. All right, very good. Well, it's always a pleasure seeing you, and I love the fact that you and so many others made an effort to come out there. I truly I truly love it. And I want you to take me up on my offer. You going to do that? Sure. The, the one where you cut. You, yeah, I'm certainly. sorry. You got you to come down here. You got to come down and visit. I want to take you around. All right? Great. Thank you. All right, kid. You take no. care of yourself. You too. We'll Have be, a great, great one. We'll be back with your calls. And, or, no, I got a guest. Boy, that was a fast hour. I got a guest after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. We had a uh, scheduling snafu with Cheryl. We will bring her to you later in the week. But I'm here in Studio Xanadu, and we're watching that the Pentagon will release the names of the five Killed in an exercise or trained in an exercise. You know, it's, it's, it's astonishing to me, our ability, our ability to continue to allow our government to lie to us. You know, a continuing resolution, every, at every turn, it's a fracking lie. Every omnibus bill, all of it a lie. The policies that destroy our, 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 our tranquility in this country, a lie. What you're witnessing on a daily basis basis and the destruction of your currency a lie but this was not something that's new in fact i like to go back to when it was all very obvious but the politicians then at least wanted our country to do well rather than the traitors that are in positions of power now be they in congress the senate or the white house as the paymaster communist chinese overlord is coming to town and he will be greeted in a way in which you will see for yourself who is subservient to the master. In the meantime, we had a call on all of this. Ironically, by the guy who opened the door to the Chinese Communist Party taking over our country. However, when he was right, this crooked bastard, he was right. 
especially when it came to the Middle East. One of the reasons that developing some sort of progress in the whole Mideastern relationship, defusing the Palestinian issue and so forth. What do you mean you don't know who that is, Squirrel? That's Tricky Dick. That's arguably the worst Republican president this country's ever had. He's the one that's responsible for the EPA, OSHA, the Department of Education, and all kinds of other bureaucracies that destroy the quality of your life here in this country. However, Tricky Dick wasn't always that way. It wasn't until after Rockefeller bribed him in the Park Avenue summit that he adopted this. He was elected running on the same platform, ironically, as Ronald Reagan. He just double-crossed us. He's the original backstabbing Republican is that the greatest danger perhaps in the future of nuclear war is not going to come from the United States or the Soviet Union, both of whom, because of the great amount of nuclear power they have, fear its use. See, what he's saying is the people who have nuclear weapons back then, they were smart enough to understand the destruction it caused. They had enough respect for life, even of the people they were philosophically opposed to, to have some restraint. The real problem comes from the morons in humanity. The absolute bottom rung. They're not D students, they're F students. And they're not even interested in learning. We'll be deterred to use it. The greatest danger is going to have come from a nation that is smaller, that is desperate, and that just wouldn't care. And this lets the genie out of the bottle. It's proliferation of nuclear weapons that concerns me at the present time and should concern the Russians, should concern the Americans. Looking at the Israelis, certainly I would think they would be more responsible than many others. But let us suppose the Libyans got it. Now, they are a little crazy, I think. Certainly their leadership is. That is why We've got to get this thing under control before it's proliferated out there, because the danger of a nuclear explosion then, which would spread worldwide, is simply unacceptable. The more things change, Squirrel, the more they stay the same. At least back then you could say what was on your mind, as opposed to now. I also remember during presidential races, when people were still uh, naive enough to think that they weren't so obviously stolen as they are today, there would always be a couple of outliers who would tell the truth, and then ultimately they would be swallowed up by the establishment. They would be ostracized, and they would have a conspiracy to keep them out of the public power positions. Uh, Why does Israel need our help? We need to get out of their way. I mean, we interfere with them. We We interfere with them when they deal with their borders, when they want to have peace treaties. We tell them what they can do because we buy their allegiance and they sacrifice their sovereignty to us. And then they decide they want to bomb something. That's their business, but they should, you know, suffer the consequences. When they bombed the uh, Iraqi missile site, a nuclear site back in the 80s, I was one of the few in Congress that said it's none of our business and Israel should take care of themselves. Israel has 200, 300 nuclear missiles and they can take care of themselves. Why should we commit? We don't even have a treaty with Israel. Why, why do we have this automatic commitment that we're going to send our kids and send our money endlessly uh, to, to Israel? So I think they're quite capable of taking themselves, taking care of themselves. I think we do detriment. Just think of all the money we gave to Egypt over 30 or 40 years. Now, look, we were buying friendship. Now there's a civil war. They're less friendly to Israel. That whole thing is going to backfire once we go bankrupt and we remove our troops. So I think we should be very cautious in our willingness to go to war and send troops without a proper declaration by the U.S. Congress. Let me let Herman... No, those five guys, that was a training accident. There was some confusion. Don't hit the red button. That guy hit the red button. He was a private. Don't worry, it's a tragedy, but we'll get over it. And you'll learn their names, and then we'll be celebrated on Veterans Day. In the meantime, what is the one constant 
that has been there since Richard Nixon was in power, since Ron Paul tried to change the world, who is the one constant? And that no veteran is denied the honor they earn because they were discharged for being LBTQ+. That traitor, that political whore, tied to enemies domestic in the unions that stole his election in the 70s, now tied to enemies foreign that own his crooked ass and so many of the other Democrats around the world in very important positions where he will be welcomed and the red carpet will be rolled out and all the corrupt traitors and whores will kiss the ring. I know folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, That's true because it's true. (laughs) Gavin Newsom has better hair and can speak in sentences. He's just plain old stupid squirrel. But never forget, he's the whore of choice, and he's backed with Getty money, oil money. And he allowed them to diversify into all the green energy boondoggles, where now they don't even have to pump the earl. Oh, no. They create all the fake stuff and make three times the money. But it's also true, for months and months and months prior to APEC, we've been having different conversations. Different conversations. Well... What could go wrong? you got an 80-year-old political whore who's been bribed by enemies foreign and domestic. As you say, we are in turmoil all around the world. And I will tell you, at least once a week when I'm you know, with the president and watching him with world leaders, I feel so grateful that he is the man in charge of our country right now. Uh, he has the right temperament and experience. And Gina Raimondo would be working at a car rental place seeing if I want insurance on my car. But now she's an affirmative action executive in the most corrupt administration this country's ever suffered. And when the autopsy of the destruction and collapse of the American empire is done, it will all lead back to the Biden years and the, and the true catalyst for the American dark ages. Chuck and Dullivan. Hey, uh, I got something. You're going to probably call me crazy, but I'm going to let you have it anyway. I've been calling you crazy so- since I met you. Anyway, so Tricky Dick, I believe, was lovers with Ralph Nader. (laughs) There's a porno no one wants to see. All right, go ahead. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. I'm dead serious. All right. So Ralph Nader made the Environmental Protection Agency, OSHA, as you said. I don't know how you know so much because you're way littler than me. I turned 68 a week ago. uh, I read, therefore I am. I like the scams. And if you listen to how Richard Nixon ran, After he won, there was a Park Avenue summit with Rockefeller's self-loathing son, the one who I believe died on top of the whore. However, that slimy, crooked bastard, he understood because he was a Fabian from long ago. He wanted the bureaucracies to be impenetrable from, from a republic. So he understood if he could create the leviathans of bureaucracy, they would never change course and ultimately take over the country. He was right. So that was the last... So the last so the last thing that he did was the Consumer Product Safety Commission. And oh my gosh, he sent everybody in all these factories and everything and started shutting them down. But uh I didn't care for Ralph Nader. So is that what brought you to the conclusion of the naked leapfrog? How did we go from we both hate bureaucracies to he's playing naked leapfrog and just can't quite make it over Ralph Nader? How did we get to that? He was best he was best of friend even though he kept running for for uh, presidency, he was best of friends with, with uh, Tricky Dick Nixon. I got a lot and, of best friends. And, we don't play Naked Leapfrog. Nah. 
I mean, I didn't like Rolf Nader either, but, you know, to turn him into the, yeah, I don't know. Boy, that's, that's, an, that's an ugly mental picture that I'm going to have to rinse my brain off to try and get that image out of my head. Swing it, Rich! Tricky Dick! Maybe that's how it, maybe that's the origins of Tricky Dick. Poor guy isn't even here to defend himself. How you go against him? One of the reasons that developing some sort of progress in the whole Mideastern relationship, defusing the Palestinian issue and so forth, is... No, not gay. He just liked ugly women. Uh, Robert Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, glad you had fun at the Freedom Summit. Oh, it was splendid. Hey, listen, I want to ask you, you know, all this stuff going on with the Palestinians and the Israelites, where the heck is... The Israelites? Well, look at you. To stop well, it, I'm going to have to take my pants off, put on one of those desert robes. Go ahead. Get, get out of here. But anyway, where the heck is the celebrity liberals and the studio heads of Hollywood? How come... They're not. This is well, wait a minute, Robert. The, 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 I mean, I, I think she's absolutely gorgeous. Wonder Woman had a uh, big to-do where she wanted to educate the morons who uh, are the caucus for Hamas in this country. It didn't go so well. There was a fight in the street. Uh, it's hard to reason with people who believe that if they kill enough people they hate, namely Jews, their cowardly God crawls back out of the well after 1,200 years of shivering in there like a little girl. 312-642-5600. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. Squirrel, can you find the video of Tricky Dick with his hands up and the peace sign, I am not a queen? It's got to be out there. It's a malicious allegation. He never really clarified. How do you get that from this guy? That the greatest danger, perhaps, in the future of nuclear war is not going to come... Did you ever see Nixon's wife? I mean, you, you wouldn't really have to be. She kind of covered all bases. From the United States or the Soviet Union, both of whom, because of the great amount of nuclear power they have, fear its use and would be... Who doesn't fear it? Aloha snack bar. They like it. Carrying out a brutal attack. Truth and trust, though, is getting buried in this conflict. And as we are in World War III, we're in it. As the government is lying to us and bankrupting us. How does it happen? All because of the hatred of a former Democrat, Donald Trump. It's really something to watch. Uh, kind of like The View, which is why I never wanted to be an orderly in an old people's home. This is exactly how I manage, how I imagine the cafeteria at Villa Scalabrini. It, it has to sound a lot like this. Um, well, yeah. I think that your loss to Trump in um, 2016 will go down in history as one of the most pivotal times in our country, one of the most pivotal moments in our country. Um, and it's still reeling from, you know, Trump's... You know who she's talking to, right, Squirrel? She's talking to the Duchess of Chaffington, the only first lady whose presidential husband referred to her underwear drawer as the access of evil. This is the Duchess of Chaffington, Hillary Clinton on The View. Policies, I think, um, and the deep divisions that he sowed in this country. Mm -hmm. What, in your view, would happen if he were to be reelected? Oh, I can't even... I can't even think that, because I think it would be the end of our country as we know it. And I don't... You mean like 2021? You mean like when the dimwit and diapers took over? The most obvious, the most corrupt president this country's ever had. The one who's bribed by the Chinese Communist Party and Ukrainian oligarchs. You mean like that? Or do you mean like when they shut down our quality of life, put us all under house arrest, force people to put an experiment in their arm that we now find out is killing more people than the man-made bioweapon called COVID? Is that what you mean? Fatso! 
say that lightly. You know, I hated losing, and I especially hated losing to him because I had seen so many warning signals during yes. the campaign. You know, that's why, Squirrel, I want you to feel good about our circumstance because it's bad in every front. But here's the good thing. This crooked, corrupt, old whore to political corruption never was president. In fact, the only place she could get elected was a Democrat sewer, much like Chicago, New York. And I don't know if you see what's going on in New York, Squirrel, but I find it funny. The migrant crisis in New York City taking another turn tonight. Families, some with children, arrived by bus at the massive shelter at Floyd Bennett Field in Brooklyn earlier today. But most of those families didn't like what they saw and refused to stay there. I- oh, 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 wait a minute. You did what? You refused to stay there? This is what I love about the new illegal aliens. They come here like it's Disney World. They bring the kids. What's here for me? Well, you got to pay. No, we don't pay. We're illegal immigrants. Eyewitness News reporter Sonia Rincon has more from Floyd Bennett Field in Marine Park. Disappointment and frustration as migrant families turned around after arriving at the Floyd Bennett Field shelter, dragging luggage and getting back on buses. Some saying no one told them they were coming here. Others like this mom saying it was just too far from the schools where their kids have been going in Manhattan and the Bronx. Are you free? (laughs) Well, why don't you take them back to the schools in Venezuela? Why don't you go back to the schools in the third world hellholes you came from? You don't like it? You want to keep them in the schools in Manhattan? What about the Americans who had the kids in school and now can't get in because of you guys? What about that? You got to love it. Love it. Don in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, I don't know if you saw, but it was pretty uh, eye-catching. Secret Service detail that was uh, ordered to protect the president's uh, granddaughter. First of all, Don, when you talk to me, assume I saw everything. Morgan, now over to Washington, where a Secret Service agent assigned to protect President Biden's granddaughter opened fire last night. Officials say they don't believe anyone was actually shot, but it happened when agents saw several people breaking into an unoccupied government car. And those were kids. They wanted to see if it was a CD player or cassette player. They just were tomfoolery. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah but the, the question is, are they going to be promoted to be Chicago cops? Because they shot at three suspects and nobody got hit. You mean the the Secret Service guys or the guys breaking into the car? Because I think we got a better chance Secret of getting Service the gangster guys. disciples that were breaking into the car into uh, into the Chicago Police Department. After all, that's what they did in California. We begin tonight with your 17 Crime Watch. An Arvin police sergeant is under arrest and a Bakersfield police officer out of a job after a drug task force raided the Bakersfield home they share. The task force was investigating a suspected, suspected Mexican drug dealer. 17's Rob Hagan has the story. Two local officers sworn to protect and serve are facing drug charges in the wake of a narcotics. What's wrong? Did you, wasn't the wasn't the hundred and fifty thousand a year and the cushy pension based on nothing other than your loyalty to the, to the Democrat Party? Wasn't that enough? Ah, uh, the cartels—they're doing to us what they did to Mexico and all those other great third world hellholes. We'll be back after this. I was just listening to the Sean Thompson show. I'm saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560, the answer. I laugh every time that reporter tells us about the weather. We tied a record. 
Super Heat. When? 1971. <laughs> I remember the 70s squirrel. Back then, the eco-Nazis were predicting Ice Age. At least eight times in the past million years, it has advanced and retreated with clockwork regularity. If we are unprepared for the next advance, the result could be hunger and death on a scale unprecedented in all of history. What scientists are telling us now is that the threat of an ice age is not as remote as they once thought. You know what solves all of this, squirrel? Taxes. Taxes. It's going to make the ice recede. It'll make the climate perfect. Of course, you have to turn yourself over to these demagogue oligarchs in our society, and they have to be in control of everything. It'll all be great. I remember when... We knew the difference of what would happen if we gave this government more power. People don't realize it because the taxes are hidden in the so-called business taxes. You know, the politician that stands up and yells, oh, let's save the little man, let's tax business, and everybody yells, hooray. But they haven't figured out that every tax on business is just a part of the cost of production. And the customer winds up paying it when he buys the product. It's a hidden sales tax. It's the snake eating its tail pretending to be a good hunter. And the funny thing is... That's when Joe Biden had his marbles. Oh, yeah. Joe Biden was sitting there with his pants off in a room with uh, Ted Kennedy, Chris Dodd, a couple of uh, waitresses from the favorite tavern. And he was shaking his head. No, no, no. And we prove ourselves right and them wrong. And here we are. Joe Biden is in the most powerful office in the world, not only destroying the quality of our lives in this country, but we're in World War III. Craig and Mount Greywood. Craig. Hey, Sean, how you doing, man? Oh, you, you, I actually had my finger on the button. Go ahead. <laughs> man, you got little confidence. You have a little faith. Okay, you knew I was there. Anyways, so um, Pritzker's got a cousin. Now, depending on if he's got pants on or a dress, it's either Jim or, or Jennifer or Jessica or whatever it is. Anyways, but he's right across the border. In Hold Wild on, wait a minute. Uh, when you're going to talk about the prettiest Pritzker ever in the Pritzker family, show a little respect, not to mention he's a billionaire. Go ahead. Okay, while his brother is disarming uh, us Illinoisans, I mean, law-abiding Illinoisans, so that when, when all these uh, illegals and everything taking rampage through our neighborhoods and are coming after us, all we're going to be able to use is bolt action and revolvers. He's building a uh, big, beautiful new gun store with the range to hold nine yards across the border. And are he you said sure he you're not referring to, I think you're referring to the Pritzker Military Museum. I don't think you're referring to the guy's actual investment. This is a common mistake. I mean, I think you could, you could go after the front-running policy profiteers on many, many levels, but I want to be very specific. I don't know if you're correct, but if you are, send the information to the lovely Honey Bunny because I only want to – we can beat him with the correct stuff. I don't have to make a leap. It's the Pritzker Museum, Military Museum, which is not affiliated with the individuals. That is run from the trust, which likes to avoid all kinds of taxation. That's how I view that. That. I mean, I like to focus on the real business, and if they're wrong, they're wrong. But when they make up, when they make up illegality, when they use law as a weapon, they save that for people who challenge their authority. I, I think if I want people to understand the amount of jobs this family has created in New York City, the incredible project. This is Donald Trump Jr., right outside of the courtroom, where his, fa- his father and their business is on trial for what exactly? Nothing. Nothing. They claim that they overinflated values. But there's no penalty when you underinflate values. When you're the drunk speaker of the house, married to Paul Pelosi, stinky hammers, as he's called in his circles. When, you're, when your assets are 
half a billion dollars. And when you fill out financial disclosures and you say your assets are a hundred million and that's palatable for the Democrats who are so stupid enough, they vote for not only welfare checks, but oligarchs like the Pelosi's. to put a face on some of this because people don't understand what the benefit is of a company like Donald Trump's company. Not only do they employ thousands of people, they do, but they manage the property and more importantly, they pay an exorbitant amount of costs for operating that property. So here's a teachable moment. In our own Blue Island, there's a mobile home park right now that is in the news because the water bill hasn't been paid. And it's going to be shut off. Now, I don't know the particular circumstances of the entity that owns that mobile home park. But there's something in the story that isn't getting enough attention, in my opinion. And that is the amount of the water bill. And who exactly owns the water? You know, this is how we adopt the mind of a slave. Government didn't own the water. How do they have the right to charge us for it? After all, the government, this very government, is the one that tells you about all of the necessities you have. All of the entitlements you have. Well, isn't water an entitlement? I mean, that's the one thing we all need to live. But yet the government charges us for water. And they have water reclamation. They have an entire bureaucracy. And boy, oh boy, that is the cushiest of all jobs of any of these municipalities or counties or all of it. The water departments. They steal billions. And how do they fund it? Well, they charge a ridiculous amount for water. Listen to this, world. Unpaid water bills by a landlord in south suburban Blue Island are now leading to a water shutoff for tenants just days before Thanksgiving. Now you got to hate them. Damn it, those son of a guns. All they had to do was pay the water and they could have Thanksgiving. They're terrible. How much was the water bill, Squirrel? CBS 2's Assal Rizai live right now sharing how those neighbors are planning to take action today. Yeah, Suzanne. So those neighbors planning a rally for later this morning. We've learned that current past due water bill is over eight hundred fifty thousand dollars. Residents eight hundred and fifty. I only did the little back of the envelope math on eight hundred and twenty five, eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Well, how many days? Well, it's got to be it's got to be years in that neighborhood are getting notices i'll say exactly forced view mobile homes park receiving a notice saying she's not really a reporter she's a democrat it was too ugly to get on a soap opera so give her some slack will you squirrel 
They're losing water on November 20th. They tell us they were blindsided as they believed they were paying the bill included in rent. Come to find out the landlord hasn't paid the water since March. An attorney now plans to file an emergency restraining order against the city and property management company in hopes of stopping that shutoff. They didn't pay it since March. Since March? So you're talking about what? $3,325 a day in water? $3,300 a day in water. How is that even possible? And who's the bad guy in the story? The company's the bad guy? On Thursday, people getting flyers from the city outlining some state and county programs that can help them find shelter. Still, it is not enough time for residents to relocate. So the residents will protest the property manager, but not the government. That charges $3,300 a day for turning your water on. And the government is the one who's going to turn it off, not the company. And you're protesting outside of a company. Now, if that company was smart, he would have filed bankruptcy today. And he would have sought sought legal protection for being stupid enough, dumb enough, to try to have a real estate investment in Illinois. He should have known that the cost of corruption would be outrageous. After all, it delivers such quality. You know, they got the street departments and the all the stuff that's supposed to keep the streets clean. Rob Cheryl, we don't want to freak you out, but rats have gone wild. Rats are now attacking vehicles and nesting under the hood of your car. The I-team is... Fi- wow. Boy, you'd think with the $3,200 they're getting on water every day, they could maybe solve some problems, wouldn't you? Finding out why rats love your car wires and the efforts by the city to reduce rats in your neighborhood. Rats, they can scurry by us as we're walking on the sidewalk or nest in our yards. Oh, no. They pay for education. The education they pay for. We'll discuss that and the cost of that. How good they're doing at CPS after this. Broadcasting from the petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, in the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. So they get paid 3300 a day for water. And I don't think there's a Buckingham fountain in Blue Island, is there? Yeah, they light it up at night. It's spectacular. You really should see it. A lot of money for the entertainment. In the meantime, most of the money that is stolen from you in the form of insanity, high costs, sometimes called taxation, never attached to the value of anything, whether it's water or real estate, it goes to the schools. Ooh, the schools. We have such a high quality of education that in some areas, five out of 100 kids can read. But those still should be the lucky ones because it could get worse. A family is calling for more answers from the Chicago Public School District. They say their fifth grader was assaulted with a broom earlier this week at an Inglewood Elementary School and that he is starting to get the idea. These schools are a lot like the prisons where a lot of these poor kids who are underserved and undereducated will end up. At least they're getting uh, used to the climate in these prisons. It's very similar to the schools they go to been a victim of bullying. It was here at Benjamin E. Mays Academy on Tuesday where police were called by the parents of a fifth grader. The report shows the child was in his classroom playing with other classmates. His grandmother says they pulled him in a corner and that's when he was assaulted with a broom. The boy was taken from the school by... That's not bullying. That's not bullying. It's, that's, that's, that's an assault. Bullying. And it, it, it's actually even sicker ambulance to St. Bernard Hospital to be checked out. The family says he was not severely injured, but they take issue with the fact that the students involved were not suspended or even expelled. 
not suspended or even expelled. You know what they did with her, to him, don't you, Squirrel? They got ready to put their science projects and stuff up. The young man grabbed him at the courtroom closet and one held him and the other one took the broomstick and tried to put it up his tail. Chicago Public Schools. Did- <sighs> Sounds like Friday night in Washington, D.C. The Daily Mail reporting Chicago is so bad, illegals are fleeing Chicago to return to Venezuela. Upside, see, Squirrel, we always want to deliver upside, right? Because now these Democrat-run sewers are so bad, they're turning around. I'm grateful for what they've given me, she says, but I can't stay here. (laughs) Kids go to school in Manhattan. Listen, my kids are going to go to school in Manhattan or Venezuela. The education's the same. The weather's a little bit better in Venezuela. We begin tonight at 9 with how the city of Denver is coordinating health services for migrants in their care. Several migrant families are reporting cases of chicken pox among children in that community. You know, Squirrel, maybe it's not as bad as it looks. Maybe it's just something where they wanted to get the kids fixed. After all, they still have these third world uh, diseases and whatnot. You come here, you get uh, the bill for free. And in the meantime, if you're lucky enough to get one of those EBT cards, well... And also in Maryland... Yeah, guys, Maryland, it was a surprise for a lot of people in Maryland as well. I'm thinking that Maryland has started paying out their virtual because people were saying on their cards they had $1,000, $1,300. And all you got to do is vote Democrat. We'll be back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. When the autopsy of what the climate agenda has cost the American taxpayers, it will be in the trillions of dollars. Welfare just doesn't come to people on their EBT cards. It exists in entire sectors of our economy. There is not a greater example in the American economy to a welfare industry than eco-Nazism or the green energy movement. The reality is we don't want the product. The product sucks on a multitude of reasons. It doesn't work, and it would not exist if it was not orchestrated by welfare and the government. My next guest knows this all too well, and he's fighting tirelessly to expose it. Taxpayers are subsidizing rich people because they want to drive around in their Teslas. And that's the reality of it. None of it works. And there is a fire sale right now, an American UAW-made EVs that like none other. In fact, they're going to sell them at about 70% under the price, I predict, in the next year. Am I right, E.J. Antoni? Sean, that's literally exactly where we're headed. It is absolutely comical how no matter how many incentives they plow into these things, people just don't want them, and for good reason. I saw my first lightning while I was back in the... uh in the uh, People's Republic of Illinois last week. And it was these two young guys, and they had a a Lightning uh, Ford F-150. And you see the bottom of it, and you realize how different it is because it's so much heavier than the regular 150. And I'm smoking the cigar. I roll up the window. And I have a a car that I I got from... uh, 
uh, Wilkins Hyundai, and I bought I bought uh, a car that isn't an EV. And I said, do you like the EV? He goes, no, I don't like it. He goes, but I couldn't resist it. He goes, I'm leasing this thing for like three eighty a month. You're leasing it for three eighty, isn't it? Like a hundred thousand dollar truck. He's like, they got all kinds of deals on these things now. And then I go do a little research. It turns out GM is changing the trajectory of how they're going to go towards the EV. Because the reality is, these, these, this is a product that people do not want. And now they're headlong into it. They're going to start a fire sale on this stuff, right? Exactly. And actually, Sean, it's not even so much I think that they're going to start the fire sale as it's already begun. If you look at some of these incentives, you already pointed out, dealers are selling these things below cost. Not at cost, not a little above cost. No, they are literally taking a loss on every single one of these that they sell. And the amazing thing is that's with tens of thousands of dollars of subsidies already baked into every single unit. And they still can't make money. Now, we've been going over this for 60 years, right? The government doesn't have money. It's broke. It's bankrupt. They call it a deficit. But the reality is the people are on the hook for this because these things were manufactured. The entire lines of production were changed, and some of the companies, are, are they employ the UAW and the rest of it, so it's a pass-through company. But there's entire other entities that are imploding before our eyes. The greatest example, in my opinion, is this car company called Lucid, which produced this futuristic car. It's supposed to be fast. And they, th- their base model was ninety grand, but the bulk of their cars are in the six figures. They're one hundred and sixty, one hundred and seventy. They even have one for two hundred and forty thousand dollars, and nobody wants these fracking cars. But their stock has imploded ninety three percent in a week and a half. It's not on one business channel. How is that possible? <laughs> because it doesn't fit the narrative. And, you know, it, it's really sad. And look, I, I do plenty of these business shows, but I will admit it is very sad how a lot of these networks, including the business networks, uh, always kowtow to certain parts of the leftist ideology. I wish it wasn't the case, but it is true. And so often when stories cut against the grain, if you will, uh, they get ignored. Now, what's what's the opportunity here is that we're butted up against when, if, if for once in the last 30 fracking years, the government would do its job and the Republicans, I, I hate even saying it, would stand for something. Because you have a teachable moment here. You have Mike Johnson who can say, we are not funding this. Do you know, for example, we are losing a trillion dollars on the Biden administration's eco-Nazism and just their EVs? I mean, do we even have the understanding of what the numbers are, because like you said, the taxpayers are subsidizing this catastrophe of the EV market. No, and and when I talk to a lot of the the people in Congress, whether they're on the House side or the Senate side, you know, they're not even really aware of, of the true cost of these things. We forget that just because these people are writing legislation and because they go on TV and they talk about all these different subjects, we automatically assume that they're experts in all these different fields. And they're not. They're experts in getting elected. And, you know, I understand that's how the system works. But, you know what, if, if people who really understand this material, uh, if they're not providing them with the information they need, then our lawmakers are literally flying blind. That sounds scary, but that's true. You know, I, uh, I was with one of your Heritage um, co-workers this weekend at Freedom Summit, and she was a wonderful, wonderful girl, uh, Laura. And she's a lawyer, and we were talking about immigration. And, and the reality is the way in which it's structured for you to stay independent is you really can't go into 
the, the, the politics or the support of one party or another. And we see the malicious persecution called prosecution of Donald Trump. We have a history of the IRS and Lois Lerner, and all of it just gets slow walked and swept under the rug. You now see how these bureaucracies have been infiltrated by government supremacists. I'm wondering, do you have a chance of pointing this out in these meetings when you go to these people? Or I think the greater likelihood is that the government turns its, its, its venom onto heritage and institutions like yours, because this is something, this is the only explanation. For And I, I know we talked about business networks, but this is a calamity. This is uh, uh, the crash of 29 stuff. When these stocks funded by the American people lose 93% of their value in a week, this has to get some news. And aside from my show and the morning show and a couple of a smart talk show hosts talking about it, the only way they could keep it quiet is because people who are reporters are intimidated to report it. How do you see it? Well, absolutely. The other thing I think that's really important to remember is that you only have companies like that popping up because the investors know that if if the whole thing goes south and every everyone loses their money, the government is going to step in with taxpayer dollars to make them whole, courtesy of everything that uh, that the left put into the so-called Inflation Reduction Act. That's also why Ford and GM were willing to build all those factories to build EVs because they knew that all of these losses that they suffered were going to be paid for by the taxpayer. So, you know, not only is the taxpayer subsidizing all of these vehicles and and people driving them and recharging them, et cetera, taxpayers are also suffering the losses that come about when these companies ultimately fail. Last time I had you on, when I have you on, when I talk about the economy, I just have on my on one of the screens here. I always have the U.S. debt clock. Always, I ca- I have five hundred billion dollars in a week. Is anybody going to talk about this as we enter the shutdown? Because I'm so sick and tired of the rubber stamp of of of, of, of duopoly corruption and the Republicans being cowards. I have high hopes for Mike Johnson, but I have low expectations because it's a. Is anybody looking at what's happened since Joe Biden acquired the most powerful office in the world? Uh, I was literally uh, sending some info to, to his office uh, just a little while ago. Sean, I, d- I don't know if you saw it, but earlier today, the Treasury released their latest monthly statement. Interest payments on the debt have gotten so bad that they are, now consuming, they, they are now consuming 40 percent oh. of all personal income taxes. I mean, this is absolutely catastrophic, and so few people even know about it. And, the, and you want to know what aggravates me is that the oligarchs that control the velocity of money gave themselves a raise. That's what they do when they raise the interest rate. They don't, they don't help us. They bankrupt us. But they give themselves and their cohorts a raise. And I, I can't even imagine. You want to know, I, I was so disgusted in looking at the repo market. Honestly, you and I have been talking about it for three years that I'm aware of, maybe even five and we talk about the repo market, and it's, it, it, it's an arbitrage of instant corruption. And I don't know why Republicans or, or politicians don't focus on this, because I do remember the warnings of this from Ron Paul. I do hear Rand Paul, and I'm not just talking about them specifically, but there's only a few. Is this something you think that maybe some of these people who are running for office should really start to focus on? Because what's happening now? is the Republicans are losing the principles in the argument. And they're going to be massaged 
into keeping this nonsense going. And it has to come to an end if you, there at least has to be a push or a fight or an articulation from somebody in a position of power to discuss it. And I'm wondering, do you think Mike Johnson is courageous enough or has the, I think he has the understanding, which makes it almost worse. Kevin McCarthy was too stupid to know what it was. But this guy has the understanding. I'm wondering, do you think there's a chance? We only got a few days until we either stand for something or bow for everything. I think there is a chance. And actually, one of the things that that does give me hope is that increasingly more and more members are interested in Fed reform, because as we start talking to them about things like the retail market, as we start explaining to them the scam that that has become uh, interest on reserves, right, all all these different ways of of essentially transferring taxpayer dollars to, to a handful of financial firms, they get incensed. And all of a sudden, they want to know more and actually want to be involved in, uh, you know, in reforming the Fed. So that, I think, is, is a, at least a little bit of good news on an otherwise cloudy day. You know, when you meet with them, do you discuss any of the fundamentals? You know, I'm curious to know, because as you look at the, our debt to GDP, China is 37 percent of their debt. Everyone talks about how bad the Chinese economy is, and I have no doubt that it's corrupted. But... The debt is 37% of the GDP. When you talk about Russia, the Russian debt to their GDP is 13%. When you talk about us, we're 124%. So as they're going to leverage this nonsense and know that the bulk of the people who support the government supremacy, they're, they're too stupid to understand it or they're profiting from it. Do you think maybe if you can reason that, we could at least hear, because I would love for him to say that. The reason we're not going to continue with continuing resolutions is because our debt to the GDP, the most unilateral, bipartisan number that they can come to, even though it's corrupt, and you and I talk about it, is 124%. It is a technical bankruptcy, and I will not participate in it. Wouldn't you love that to come from him? Oh, absolutely. And and I think maybe even the, the more pressing thing, since... You know, that, that's a very good measurement, but it's comparing a, a stock to a flow, right? We're talking right. about income versus versus a, a wealth category. If you want to compare a flow to a flow, you're looking at the cost to service the debt, and you're comparing that to, to how much money we're making, or let's say GDP in a given year. I mean, we are on track to – we are basically approaching $2 trillion in annual interest payments at a very, very rapid pace. So when when you think of it that way, I mean, it's the equivalent of a family just just drowning in credit card debt to the point where the interest payments on the credit card debt are precluding them from being able to pay their mortgage on time or afford groceries. I mean, we're talking basic necessities. And the reason I think now is the time to have this conversation is because so many American families are doing exactly that. They're living on a massive fraud themselves. They're walking bankrupt. And they're living on credit card debt, which is at an insurmountable number when you talk about it. But that does explain the massive growth in welfare. So the real question is, has the government supremacist in a diabolical way managed to convert the American worker, the American free thinker, into what I often refer to as a welfare roach? Because when you're gaining your sustenance from somebody, you're hard-pressed to, to uh, ridicule or to criticize them? 
Sean, it's exactly right. And this is part of the danger with a government that is that is big enough to give you everything is also big enough uh, to take anything it wants away. And what what we essentially have now is you're right, an entire class of people who dare not say boo against the federal government because the federal government is responsible for their housing, for their food and for the entirety of their disposable income. I was hoping that in our discussion, well, the, well, the, the the corrupt labor extortion mafia was was winning favoritism and having the financial fraud of the illusion of bringing more pay to the workers through government secured loans for the uh, the General Motors and Ford. That the fact that those workers, the ones that are left, have to understand they're the lucky ones. That thousands of other union workers were fired in the negotiation period. And the same thing happened with the Teamsters and UPS. And we have the warning signal of what UPS happened as their stock implodes $80 in a month or whatever it is. And do you think that there's going to be that understanding by union workers, some of whom didn't survive, to start to articulate against the very entity that cost them their job in the government and the so-called union itself? Right. You know, it's it's the same thing when they talk about a minimum wage. No, the minimum wage is not what government says it is. The minimum wage is zero, because when you get fired from your job because your productivity doesn't justify a higher wage, then you get to learn, relearn that lesson. And that's exactly what what a lot of these union workers are experiencing. As you just said, you know, they are realizing that union leadership is in it for union leadership. It's not in it for union members. And they're never, you know, it's funny, you could track the strength of these unions by uh, the Democrats and, and the positions of power, and they've never had a more favorable, corrupt politician and a very important power. I don't want you to agree with me, but what I do want you to do is kind of convey to me the climate in Washington, D.C., as we're now seeing illegal aliens in New York and Chicago turn around and say, I'm going back. Do you think maybe there is an opportunity to explain the incompetent corruption in these so-called sanctuary cities and states handling the illegal immigrant problem? Sean, you know it's bad when the illegal aliens are deporting themselves. I love it, man. If I'm going to be miserable, I'm going to be warm. I feel the same way. I'm in complete agreement with the Venezuelan illegal aliens in Chicago and New York. Right. I mean, these people, you know, they got to Texas and then Texas said to them, hey, do you want to go to New York? Hey, do you want to go to Chicago? Do you want to go to D.C.? Do you want to go to Seattle? And they all said, "See, sí, senor. And they got in the buses or got on the planes and went. And now they're all regretting their decision. <laughs> yeah. My favorite is the one in New York who said, my kids go to school in Manhattan. I'm not moving out here. And you realize that's an opportunity for good politicians to expose the real government conspiracy. The conspiracy to pay the teacher unions who don't care if this kid's illegal or illegal. They get 30000 ahead in Chicago, and I don't know what it is in New York, but it can't be far off. And that's where government's interests lie. That's why they're not incentivized to fix the problem. They get to pay off more unions. That's exactly right. And if you're a state and you have all these illegal aliens participating in welfare programs, which we're told is illegal and doesn't happen, and yet here they are, uh, guess what? Then you get more federal dollars for every person enrolled in these programs. And it doesn't matter if they're legal or not. 
under yeah. Joe Biden, all, you know, all of those restrictions are, are essentially gone. And so a lot of these states welcome with open arms illegal aliens, not because it does anything good for American citizens, but because it gives the bureaucrats more money at their disposal, which means more power. All right. So listen, I got to tell you, I, I had a, I had a heritage person and she was lovely. I really liked her. I think she's probably afraid of me, Laura Reese. But in the meantime, when you meet her, uh, let her know you're going to be coming next year. What do you say? Oh, I would love that. And, and we're going to have to have a few cigars. Oh, absolutely. Dinner on me. Can't wait to see you. E.J. Antoni, always a warrior for righteousness, always putting up a good fight, pretty much like everybody at Heritage. Thank you very much, brother, for coming on. I appreciate you. No, no, thank you for having me. <laughs> we'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. California woman stabs boyfriend 100 times, then stabs the dog, not the dog, and her psychiatrist. Says cannabis is to blame. All right, I'm game. She's got to be a lot of fun at the party. Bob in Buffalo Grove, you were fun at the party, too. Yes, it's great to see you. Great to see John Anthony. Yeah. And, uh, You're yeah, aging Bob beautifully is, like you never leave the basement. And there was the lady in white. Oh, Amy. How about that outfit? Uh, oh, it was unbelievable the way she looked. Uh, easy, really easy, easy. All right, go ahead. <laughs> uh, now, what about me? Wasn't I, didn't, you, didn't you like the ensemble? Nothing? Y- yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Go ahead. And okay. I, I, I don't know if you heard uh, this morning. Uh, I was listening to Dan and Amy, and Dan, um, Amy teased Dan that somebody ought to uh, fork up some money to buy. Um, yeah, did you see uh, that outfit he had on? He looked like he was cleaning out the garage, and someone reminded him he had to be somewhere. Spectacular. Yeah. Okay, here's my question for you. I don't know if you talked about it earlier in your program. Uh, they didn't talk about it this morning because they didn't have the new numbers in. But let me offer that. The war in Chicago continues on, and we had some big numbers this weekend. I don't know. Impress me. 11 dead. All right. 11 dead this weekend. How many shot? I don't know what the shot number was. It's 18. The one that stood out. It's 18. Big deal. We've had 50 people shot on a weekend. It doesn't make national news. It's Chirac. People expect it to happen. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And then... um, uh, I've let, sat in on a couple of the um, um, what, what you, breakout sessions and heard uh, John Anthony, Charles um, Thomas, and uh, Pastor Corey Brook, and um, they discussed um, some of the uh, cultural issues. And um, I, I had an opportunity to meet Charles Thomas, who I've, admi- I've, I've liked for years, and wonderful. Yeah, he, he what an absolutely great. wonderful guy, John Cass. It was great. It was great. And I was able to see some, some uh, girls I went to grade school with. It was phenomenal. I actually had a great time. Great. Thank yeah, you, Bob. Take care. All right. Yeah, sure. See you at the next one. Crank Puff Jim. You know, when I was listening hey, to, the, to the rats eating the wires of the cars, I was thinking about your car. How's that 1976 Caprice? Is it holding up or the rats I gotta eating? Get a, I got to get a jump. I got to get a jump. My neighbor, uh, he's got the cables, but he, I, can't, I don't know where he's, he took off, oh, I guess. Sure, no kidding. Unless he probably he, went back to Venezuela. Go ahead. No, I was going to say the King James Version of the Bible at right. the beginning of the uh, 17th century. Oh, boy. And the reason he did it, King James did it, he took the scotch... And they swear they used the King James. He put him in Ulster. He colonized Ireland with those people. Yeah, I'm well aware the of the Ulster problem, but, the, but the, problem, the problem with that was the Irish had a version of the Bible from 1,100 years before that. 
I don't know if you've ever seen the book of Kells. Uh, how Religion is not my strong point, but you know what I like about the anyway, story is you left off the part but who the Scots it's illust- it's, But it's illustrated beautifully. Yeah. And if you notice, the Catholic Bible was always illustrated beautifully. Yeah, what do you think about this new Catholic stuff? The Vatican's doctrine office says an adult who identifies as transgender can receive the sacrament of baptism under the same conditions as any adult, as long as there's no risk of causing scandal or confusion. Now, is that in the King James, or was that in the older one? When did the yeah, transvestical start to get baptized? That's a, that's a Catholic way. But think uh-huh. of this, Sean. Only, what is it, Point oh six. Uh-huh. About our entire population, 350 million. I mean, it's like five transgender people. Everybody makes a federal case out of it. It's no, absurd. It's, did I ever tell it's you absurd. when my grandmother passed away and the six foot three man dressed in a, in a skirt at Elmhurst <laughs> Hospital came in to eulogize a woman he didn't know? I'll tell you oh, what, yeah, yeah. He's, lucky my, he's lucky my wife was there. She's got a good sense of humor. <laughs> Have a good time, Crane Puff. Don't get your wires eaten. Thank you very much. Who's part of that cleanup crew at the city of Chicago? But did you? I actually don't know that. Never met Cream Puff Jim. I don't know if he's skinny or fat, but something tells me he's got he's got those stretch marks on his earlobes, and he's on a government pension. I'm bet I'm willing to bet, squirrel. You know that rats could be under the hood of your car. It's very gross. They made this nest in Sienna Smith's car. The Lakeview resident parks in her neighborhood. The rats have actually chewed my wires four different times. All right, so let's check it out. Smith says the repeated rat damage has rung up a big bill. This. What happens to the rats with all the tents on the street? Because I'm looking at some videos of tents all over the streets of Chicago. That doesn't look good. However, maybe they're going to do something that politicians in this country can't do. The Daily Mail reporting Chicago is so bad, illegals are fleeing Chicago to return to Venezuela. They're going to go home and tell stories about the giant Chicago rats that seem to be eating cars. The whole thing costs $1,300. Very expensive rat problem. So why do rats like to nest and nibble on those wires? You can even see the droppings in there. Smith's mechanic, okay. Ken Ziolo of A&A Automobiles. I know what we could do, Squirrel. We capture the Chicago rats and we release them on the Hamas rats. And we put them in the tunnels under the hospitals. Hamas' use of hospitals is a systematic. You see, we solve problems here in the Sean Thompson Show, Squirrel. Hamas terrorists operate inside hospitals precisely because they know the IDF distinguishes between terrorists and civilians. Do the rats? I don't think the Chicago rats will. You know, the only one that has a good system, the way I see it, handling all of this problem of migration and illegal immigration, it's Poland. Are you saying you won't take migrants that are coming through Italy? Of course not. We won't. What we're saying is send them back. Okay. Simple as that. Poland is the only country in the European Union which we haven't had even one terrorist attack. We don't have stabbings. We don't have uh, rapes. We don't have all these really dangerous behaviors from migrants, illegal migrants. So our policy is very straight. Yeah, but you can't hire a phony company to kick you back 30% of an extremely expensive bill in the name of handling the illegal aliens. I'm sure it, it, the, these Polish guys haven't figured out exactly how to destroy the quality of life for all of your citizens the way Chicago Democrats have and the rest of the Democrats in America. George in Naperville. Yeah, Sean, why would these migrants want to leave? We've got marijuana shops and gambling on every corner. Guaranteeing prices and customers. 
I like what you think. See, I see what he does. We got the smartest audience, bar none. In the meantime, I'm still a fan of the Polish immigration system. Zero tolerance. We built a beautiful wall on our uh, on our border with Belarus, and there is no way anyone would enter Poland. When you see the data from Eurostat, not ours, from European Union, Poland is the safest country in Europe. This madness has to be stopped. It will be stopped by Poland. We stopped it. We we never let anyone to come illegally to Poland. Uh, when you see Polish people in London, we are here legally. We pay taxes. We contribute to the society. The best. They are the best neighbors. There's no question about it. That's the one of the beauties of Elmwood Park, one of the largest Polish communities of any municipality. The wonderful neighbors, hardworking people. I can't say enough about them. And that'll be the saving grace of uh, areas where they're willing to vote for dimwits and diapers. They're willing to vote on scams that they know are scams, especially when it comes to eco-Nazism. They can't get enough of this golden goose of corruption. All across Canada, Europe, uh, in uh, Russia, Australia, massive fires because of the relationship of mass storms creating more brush to burn and so forth. It's almost like California, where your fires are started by professors and eco-Nazis, you know, like the ones that you hire to run the Bureau of Land Management. Yeah, you Democrats, you're really, you're too smart for everybody. You're, you're, you're fooling only those with no character who are willing to sell out their country for a welfare check. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. You know, I like to tie things together, right? To me, it's all connected. The mafia is operating a multitude of different scams, which to, me, which to me and you are atrocities, but they're really the goal of the mafia. Because for some reason, we've adopted the mind of a slave. We'll sell out every principle of this country and ourselves for some money. But ultimately, the evidence is there. We just have to figure out a way to communicate it to morons who are subjugated into Democrat sewers and then adapt to it. That's why when we talk to Bob and he says, did you talk about the Chicago issue? For what? It doesn't matter to the people who live there. They keep voting Democrat. Here are the undeniable facts. There are 25 to 30 U.S. funded biolabs in Ukraine. According to the U.S. government, these biolabs are conducting research on dangerous pathogens. And that is what Victoria Newland, also known as the wood softener, admitted in front of a hearing of the Senate. I have no doubt after our meeting that President Yanukovych knows what he needs to do. Oh, no, that's just that's just when she tipped her hands when Yanukovych during the Civil War that uh, we helped start because Victoria Nuland was giving the then protesters money and food. Does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Uh, Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities. See how careful she was to word that, Squirrel? That's why you have an opportunity now to stop it all and set us on the right trajectory. We don't need to wait for a presidential election. We have the majority in Congress. Do they have the fortitude to do anything about it? Mark in Oaklawn. Hey, Sean, how are you, my friend? Good, how are you, kid? I'm doing good. Hey, don't forget, uh, Hillary Clinton and George Soros were a part of that Victoria Newland thing, too. The access you know, of evil. Over there. Hillary Clinton's yes, they were. Draw. The access yeah. of evil. You know, you pointed out Poland being a country of, uh, you know, they've got a little integrity Character. and, you know, yeah, they've got some morals. 
you know, it's the only country in Europe that there's no abortion over there. Abortion's illegal. And you know what, Sean, you talked about business, you know, making, making, uh, taking an evil and making money out of it. And, you know, they talk about over in this country about my body, my choice. No, it's not. It's all about money. That's all they care about. Why do you money. think they're Joe making Biden, taxpayers pay for it too? Joe Biden, who has the lowest approval rating in any memory of anybody alive in this country, why do you think he's now spending more money on women's health? Because this is about more nonsense to fund what's important to some people who have no ideology, no principles, no standards. Votes. They're called Democrats. Votes. And they'll vote for anything as long as they get to kill their kid and feel normal about it. See, that's, the, yeah. that, that's, that's where you're going to get pushed. And it reminds me of how the continuing resolution was started. You know, an entire movement in this country was started over $80 billion in debt. It was called the original Barry Goldwater pushback against government. And it changed everything. And what happened? Now it's normal for Republicans to practice what we as a nation used to stand against. And that's exactly how you explain the abortion issue or the funding of oligarch corrupt governments around the world. Because it's normal now to have an American politician, a president, who has received bribery from enemies foreign and domestic. It's normal for an American president who's never made more than a couple hundred grand a year to live in multi-million dollar estates from congressmen to the White House. It's normal. We've normalized corruption, just like Chicago. John, you, you should come back here and run for public office. We need, we need guys like who's you. Gonna, in, in, in Illinois... You know, it's funny, yeah. Mark. There was a young kid who, who was a smart kid, a wonderful kid, but he had the curse of youth. And he came up to me and he said, you know, you should talk about turning back Illinois. Well, I know too much about the Illinois Republicans. They're worse than the Washington Republicans. Look at the ones who have written and destroyed bills to fund abortion. Romney. I mean, uh, uh, Rauner. Bruce Rauner. And seven foot of stupid with the, with, 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 please, the wife. Forget about it. And then you, you talk about the Durkins. And the Bradys. I don't care if it's the skinnier or the fat. These are traitors to my beliefs who pretended to be Republicans. Only in Illinois, though. Mm-hmm. I, I, I prefer where the people have a point, where the people have principles. I, refer, I, I prefer the European countries. Look at the character in the Polish politicians. I don't know what he is. If he's a Republican, a Democrat, I don't know how he names himself. But what he is is somebody who knows right from wrong. Thank you very much, my friend. Is, that, is this show over, Schwab? Ah. Oh. Good, because I want to I want to keep going. I want to keep going. Because Victoria Nuland, by the way, this all happened under Obama, just like the dimwit in diapers, Joe Biden. All of this is the Obama third term. We know that. The problem is, what have we done to stop a fourth term? Because now Republicans are afraid to stand on the principle of everything we stand by, whether it's fiscal responsibility, the unalienable life of everybody, especially the babies. Or whether it's voter integrity. They're afraid to talk about all three. Now, you could sympathize with them and, oh, I understand. And there's wrongful persecution, prosecution. There's malicious, open, notorious Democrat sewer areas. None of it's going to matter if we all bow, if we all just go along to get along. It's the problem about giving away principles. Before you know it, you forgot how to stand for them. We'll be back in 21 hours to do just that. And I am not going to call for any kind of ceasefire until baby Kiefer is brought back. Let's have a Hamas abortion. We'll be back in 21. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.